What's up? What's up? It's the J Midnight Dark. Uh, don't fall for the trick podcast. Today's gonna be a real fast one, cause I gotta do a lot of things and eat some food. Anyway, we got a lot of news, so that's why I can't break it all down. But I could go through it real fast. So today, let's see what we got. Actually, this is from yesterday, October 16th. Video shows hundreds of birds crashing into the NASCAR Hall of Fame building. About a third of the birds are dead, while another hundred require medical treatment for broken wings and other fractures, according to a local bird rescue. Now, migratory animals are going to be having problems migrating as usual, because as I've been saying, if you check my Twitter at jmidnight, J-A-Y-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E, you will see I said in the beginning of the year, or months and months ago, like in March, that because of the problem with the pole shift happening so fast and the magnetosphere being bombarded with cosmic particles, these these migratory animals, butterflies, birds, uh, ocean life, marine life, all of them are going to have trouble navigating to the proper places that they usually do navigate, which is going to lead to them starving or crashing into the NASCAR Hall of Fame building or falling out of the sky, and some falling out of the sky with blood in their eyes. I'm not lying. This is true stories. All you got to do is Google it. Everything I say, just Google it and you'll find it. Just type in the right words, the exact words I say. Type in, birds fall out of the sky bleeding from their eyes, and you'll see. Next up, we got the boy Elon Musk. So basically, we're going to cover the Earth and Wi-Fi. So the whole world will have Wi-Fi. Among other reasons, we have the 5G network and we have military use for that network covering the globe. Uh, Basically, the original plan was to be 12,000. I mean, yeah, 12,000 satellites that the company has permission to launch now. And they've been launching already. Now, we're gonna, he's asking for, SpaceX is asking for another 30,000. These are low Earth orbit satellites for the Starlink broadband network. Now, the problem with this is we have a bunch of space debris flying through the atmosphere every day. I get, I see it every day, videos of it. I get news articles about it. There's websites that track fireballs. The problem is, when you put that much stuff into low Earth orbit, some of these things are going to get hit. And they NASA knows that we're about to have a bunch of more near-Earth uh, asteroids coming through. Anyway, the good thing about it is that it's what's going to provide the broadband network that's going to cover the globe and Wi-Fi. But that also means cover the globe in radio frequencies, meaning affect humans. Next story. And not just humans. That's the, that's the thing. We have a, we're kind of tolerant to some of these things we think we are because we don't feel it like it doesn't like burn your skin. You don't feel it at that moment. It takes time for it to do its work on your DNA and your cells. But the, but the other animals, the smaller animals, the more sensitive animals, they're the ones that get the brunt of it fast. All right, 
this is for my crypto this is for my crypto people that I remember a long time ago I was saying I don't know about this Bitcoin thing being so secure talking about we can't track it I think it's more of a test for real digital currency well not not real meaning a digital currency that's going to be backed by central banks I think it was a test run to get people used to transacting in it to you know get the kinks out before you just launch it you can't just launch it without testing it among the world so we had a bunch of cryptocurrencies come out bitcoin being the largest one and the headline is from Forbes October 16th yesterday IRS followed Bitcoin transactions resulting in takedown of the largest child exploitation site on the web. This is on the dark web. It goes on to say the largest dark web child pornography site in the world has been taken down. That was the word today from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia, the Justice Department's Criminal Division, the IRS Criminal Investigation, and U.S. ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Now, oh, this also went together with the National Crime Agency of the United Kingdom and Republic of Korea. So this is intern. This is worldwide. This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Man, it's a it's a worldwide test of digital currency. You know why? Because we're gonna have a worldwide cashless society. That way, you can track every transaction to the to the buyer and the purchaser I mean the buyer and the seller why would you want to do that control alright let's not go deep into this right now I ain't got that much time <laughs> alright so we see the IRS was able to trace Bitcoin transactions on the site to people all over the world who are uploading and downloading this material as well as find the location of the site administrator Come on now. Y'all thought y'all had security? Everything is tracked. There ain't no such thing as privacy no more. Encryption gets broken. They break it. They made it. By analyzing the blockchain and de-anonymizing Bitcoin transactions, the agency was able to identify hundreds of predators around the world. Even though those users and everybody else who's not a predator or a criminal thought that they could remain anonymous. All right. We're done with that. This is what I'm saying. We can't fall for the trick. Don't fall for the trick. Name of the show. All right. And guess what? October 16th, yesterday, what happened? Top Federal Reserve official says U.S. Central Bank actively debating digital dollar. You see how they do this? The same day. The same day that they announced that they made the bust on the child pornographers, the same day they announced that they're launching central bank currencies. And it's not only the Federal Reserve. <laughs> we got to stop falling for the trick. Anyway, quote, We have not at the Fed decided to pursue or drive to develop a digital currency, but it's something we're actively looking at and debating. They're not going to tell you immediately because they're not, they don't want to shock the market in the U.S. and people start selling U.S. dollars. No, they want to have a controlled transfer of wealth, which is what they're doing. And they've been doing through inflation. 
basically prices keep going up, you stay in cash, and they take your ASS. <laughs> All right. So, most important part of this article. Amid growing worries among current and former regulators that the dollar might be at risk of losing its status as the world's reserve currency. How long have we been saying this? It's here. And it's not going to happen slowly. It's been happening pretty slowly for now. Guess what? It's going to be within a week. They take take 50% of your wealth if you have cash. Or if it's in cash. Prepare. Next article. (laughs) This is how we know animals are smart. And responsive to extremely low frequency waves in sound. And obviously the magnetosphere. So, the headline is, Whales in California go nuts as San Ant- as San Andreas fault earthquake occurs this this uh earthquake in California happened a few days ago um did did basically shake people up it was a noticeable one and a shallow one uh it was a 4.7 and here let me just quote it straight from the article Two distant pairs, this is a quote, were double breaching and the single whale breached as well as the earthquake happened. Then suddenly the whales we were watching double breached. We later found out this all happened at the same time as a 4.8 earthquake whose epicenter was only 35 miles away, generated sound underwater in Monterey Bay. This obviously could have been a coincidence, but the timing was uncanny. Whales have excellent hearing and their surface activity could have been in response to the earthquake. Adore. Anyway, let's go to the to the real scientists of the ocean. What they what they thought about it. Kate Cummings, a captain with Blue Ocean Whale Watch, also told the website, All in all, seven whales within four miles of us were breaching like crazy. I'm usually very skeptical of these sorts of things and lean towards it being a coincidence but sometimes but something that pushes me back the other way is the fact that the whales haven't been very surface active in general this year another scientist let's see another whale researcher elisa shulman janiger told ftw outdoors that she had never heard of whales breaching as a result of an earthquake. But, this is the quote, to have multiple whales suddenly breaching over a large area at the same time and it just so, and it just happens to coincide with an earthquake, I think that's super interesting. Alright? We gotta know, the, the earth is a whole ecosystem. Everything is sensi- sensitive to everything. One thing affects another. Birds crashing in the sky, those particular birds that crash into the NASCAR Hall of Fame building, hundreds of birds, those birds eat hundreds of mosquitoes in a day. So you destroy one thing, you create another problem. All right, next article. We're going to 
going to the uh, the flooding side of things that I've been saying since the beginning of the year that we're going to have a lot of water in the atmosphere being retained and dumped very fast in high amounts. There's a reason for that too. Obviously, it's the space weather that's affecting the Earth. All right. This is Lake Ontario. The headline is Lake Ontario water level remains high. Residents worry about more springs, more spring floods. This is today. We got to scroll down here. Let's see. Like sedimentary strata, the darker lower line. So there's a picture of a guy that's pointing at um, a, uh, a marker, kind of like a, a brick. Not a brick, but a type of rock. And as when the water is at a certain level, it leaves a, a, a stain, basically. So he points to where is a picture of him showing where it was last year compared to this year. And it's much higher this year, breaking the level. Anyway, record-breaking. He hopes they, the article says he hopes there won't be a third line on that concrete wall next year. But he's not taking chances. Thank, thank goodness. But he's not taking chances. Martin is already fortifying the shoreline against a potential flood next year. He said he's going to raise the nearly 300-foot-long steel seawall by 16 inches this fall to avoid the arduous work of hauling and stacking hundreds of sandbags. 16 inches. So somebody over here is awake. <laughs> somebody over here is awake. Because most people might do like uh, maybe 8 inches, maybe 5 inches. I mean, it shouldn't get too high. No, 16 inches. He said, we're preparing for next year already. All right, next one. We got the nor'easter, the, the large bomb cyclone hitting the northeast right now. And this thing formed super fast because the day before, the day before, it was just a storm system. The next day, it was a bomb cyclone. So we got to pay attention to these things. Because this water is literally up halfway up these doors at some places, front doors. Headline, gale force winds and high water cause flooding at Yacht Club. Alright. The Grand Traverse Yacht Club. This is in Michigan. This is in Michigan, not even the Northeast. I haven't even got to the Northeast yet. The Grand Traverse Yacht Club had 8 to 10 inches of water in the parking lot by the bay. Luckily, no water entered the building. The general manager had prepared. He put sandbags near the door and the beach to help keep the sand from continuously washing away. We're told the Yacht Club has dealt with flooding in the parking lot a few times before, but never as bad as it was Wednesday. Alright, this is a quote from the dude, Jordan Owen, general manager. This is probably the highest we've had to deal with. What's happening specifically is water is coming up over the beach and up the launch ramp, but at the same time, this water in the lot is trying to go back out the launch ramp as well. This is probably not the last time we'll have the same sort of scenario. 
people are starting to wake up. Okay. Okay, next one. Next one. See, this is something that I I've been I became I guess I became a meteorologist this year because and I never thought I would have to, but the earth started changing so fast and I started noticing these things and st- certain scientists, certain ones, very few started talking about what was going to happen with the earth and the pole shifting, which All right, let me give you some game real quick. The 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 powers that be, the establishment, who control Hollywood and the media and all of them, they'll give you movies in advance that tell you these things are going to happen. Except they make it look really, really apocalyptic. And they give you the movies like a decade or two in advance so that when it doesn't happen, like the movie 2012, and everybody was talking about the poles were going to shift all the way and all the way reverse flip in one year or in like a day basically suddenly and then the whole world was basically going to be flooded and end basically and it didn't happen it lulls people to sleep so they don't pay attention in 2013 14 15 16 17 as the earth is continually giving them more severe weather more and more and now it's exponential it's going to become a curve, like like a U, the rate of change that's happening on the earth. Anyway, headline, Florida, Key, Florida Keys neighborhoods been flooded for over 40 days. Hmm, interesting number, 40 days. 40 days, 40 nights. Where's that from? Anyway, Seawater, salt water, has been flooding the low-lying streets of a Key Largo neighborhood for more than 40 days, leaving many residents there trapped unless they can walk or are willing to sacrifice their cars to the nearly foot-high corrosive seawater. Those who choose to drive through the the brine have developed a way they hope will ward off a rotting undercarriage, parking their car over rotating sprinklers when they get home and turning on the hose. So it costs money. They also drive slowly to minimize saltwater damage to the rest of the car. Quote, it takes me about as long to get out of here than it does to get to where I need to go, said C.J. Ferguson, who lives in the Still Right Point neighborhood. Hmm, interesting. These pictures are interesting, too. There's a lot of water, a lot of dirty water. Uh, the neighborhood in the northern part of Key Largo on the Florida Bay side of U.S., one experiences these type of floodwaters annually this time of year, but they usually ebb after a few days. See, nothing is usual anymore. We're going to have to get the word normal out of our vocabulary and the word usual out of our vocabulary. The max is, quote, the max is three, four, five days. Last year was mild, said Emily Stewart, who lives on North Blackwater Lane. This year it's been 42 days and counting. Really, for us now, this is normal life, Stewart said. <laughs> yeah, the new normal. You got to understand. It's not going to be what, what we grew up around. If, you're, if you grew up during the 90s and the 2000s and the early 2000s, 10s, what, how you lived then is going to change. It's going to change.
You're going to see certain disasters, certain catastrophes, if you haven't noticed it yet, happening constantly, back to back to back. Storms hitting the same country back to back to back in succession. No breaks. All right, let's go to Africa. This military. You got to track the military's movements because that's money and strategy, chess. Anyway, Russia's return to Africa headline. This is from the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. All right. So we already know we got China there. They got there first, conquered most of it economically, rebuilding roads and things like that in exchange for, you know, owning things. That's how it works. That's called imperialism. Except they don't imperialize by force, although they are bringing more military strength there because they have to, because now we got the United States going more into Africa, and you got now Russia coming into Africa. And why are they going to Africa? Because we all know that's where all the resources that run the world are. All the rare earth minerals that are in this phone that I'm talking into are. That's where they come from. Without Africa, we can't have all these phones, billions of phones, billions and billions of phones. We can't operate them. Laptops. All of them need chips. All of them need the rare earth minerals. So basically, Africa's an economic victim, and they're going to continue to be. Anyway, let's get a quote from this article, because it's a pretty good article, but it's so good, there's so much information where do I start? <laughs> All right, let's see. Nevertheless, Russia increasingly looks to Africa as a region where it can project power and influence. President Vladimir Putin will welcome leaders from across the continent to Sochi in late October for the first Africa-Russia summit, a clear indication of the symbolic importance that Africa holds for the Kremlin right now. Hmm. Interesting. Got it, man. Look, all this is going to play out to, not not just this Africa thing, but what, what we're ultimately leading up to is Russia and China teaming up against America in a world war. Now, we already started this war on a small scale, and the, basically a lot of it based around Syria. Everybody is strategically moving their forces right now. You see countries, you see Islamic countries like Turkey and them uniting. Turkey um, helping out uh, Iran and all these countries uniting against uh, Israel. You see Saudi Arabia bombing Yemen every day and the United States supporting it, funding it, providing weapons. Um, jets, all that, drone bombs. You see, we see India and Pakistan, two nuclear powers, in a, a small-scale war that's heating up. Don't want that problem. <laughs> that whole region's about to be a problem. But then on top of that, on top of that, we have almost weekly Russian jets or nuclear submarines breaching very close or breaching international our and our waters off the east i mean off the west coast 
coming down. They're basically scoping with nuclear submarines. They're we're scram NORAD is scrambling the jets like every couple of weeks because Russia want, wants to fly their bombers right next to our continent. I mean, come on. You got to pick up the signs. Don't fall for the trick. That's why they're going to keep talking about China being a trade problem. Because trade war leads to currency war, leads to hot war, which I've been saying for like a decade now. So you're seeing it play out. First, they're going to make, you have to make the public believe that you have an enemy before you go to war with them. So they're going to start with trade. And it's already gone to currency because they say China's a, what, quote, currency manipulator. They've been saying that since George Bush. All right? Come on. They're going to prepare you for everything they're going to do. All right, last one for the day. This one goes into the science. You know what I'm saying? Of your body. And a lot of people won't get this until or won't understand the effects of this until it's too late. And it's I understand because it's a field I've worked in before. All right, here we go. This one is how DNA technology could hurt your privacy. It's going to hurt your privacy. It already has. Anyway, basically, your DNA is basically your most sacred thing about you, about your human body, not about you. Uh, With genetic engineering now, that's another problem. So one of the problems is the government storing your DNA and then using it in crime, for crime information. Another problem is, I mean, this the problem with that is, let's the problem with that is they plan. Now this is an advanced game. They plan to collect DNA at birth, if they haven't been already without saying it. They plan to because once they draw your blood, they could, they basically have your DNA. It's just whether they want to announce it to the public or not. But they will soon, and I'll be right again. They're going to collect. They're going to create a DNA database, which they're already doing, and it's voluntary because you're sending your DNA to Ancestry.com. <laughs> and every few days, I get an article. How did they catch this uh, um, criminal? Uh, well, the police uh, searched for his his uh, DNA, his name on. Ancestry's, uh, basically they got a search warrant from to execute on the 21andMe and Ancestry.coms and basically search their databases to see if this person has submitted DNA. And then they match the DNA to the crime scene. And then you're, you're convicted. Because you, you trusted the companies. You trusted the companies. Same way when you have Alexa in your house. I just saw yesterday. First of all, if you're going to have an Alexa in your house... Not you can't do nothing stupid or say nothing stupid. It's recording at all times, and they have people listening actively. Google this. Google this. Workers paid to listen to Alexa, and probably search the same thing is probably going on with Google Nest. Except the difference with Google Nest is it has hidden microphones inside of it. So when you turn when you think it's off, it's not really off. Anyway. Google everything I say. You're going to find it. All right. 
We're already at the stage that we can store terabytes of information in a small portion of DNA. So, here's a quote. Theoretically, snippets of information could be tacked into the non-coding part of our DNA or anywhere it would make no difference to the organism. For both possibilities are disturbing, but such things may be possible in principle before we know it. Now, would you want the government to be able, or the scientists to be able, to insert coding into your DNA at birth? We, we're, we already have the technology to do it. I've been getting these articles for years now. They've been way past, way ahead of the game. They, they just make it seem to the public that they're just studying right now. No, they already have, <laughs> they're already storing information in DNA, basically. All right? We could store the whole world's libraries, everything in the world, everything on the internet, and DNA, in a small amount of DNA. It doesn't take that much. All right. Here's another. I'm going to go on with this article because there's too much sauce in it. Another weird possibility is that a DNA printer could one day be used to create biological copies of your DNA from a digital file. Make it a doddle to plant your DNA anywhere. That might make the entire concept of DNA identification moot. That's what it says. Now, if they can make a copy of your DNA, what, what does that tell you? That means that your your coding that created your body can be planted anywhere. So if they want to frame you, they could frame you. Or they could just clone you and you wouldn't know it. They'll just clone you. They might they might be cloning people already and testing in labs that around the world that we don't know about. You know black sites, the places you can't go because they have shoot to kill orders, those type of places. What are they doing there? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's go. We got public DNA d databases. Oh, man. We got hackers, data breaches happening all the time. What happens when, when your data is breached by a hacker? Your DNA connected to your name, probably. Well, most likely. What happens when, you're, when, when your data is breached? Alright. Putting your genetic data and your real name up on the web is unlikely to do anything but hurt your privacy. I'm reading from the article. Now, here's another one. What about insurance companies? Insurance companies, you know how they're going to use it. They're going to say, should I insure this person? Let me get their DNA from the database. Let me, let me run a search on their DNA. Hmm, it looks like you have a genetic marker that predisposes you to gastrointestinal, or let's say pancreatic cancer. Hmm, should I insure this person? I'm going I'm to make their premiums high. You see? See, that there's a numerous amount of ways to make the stupid money off of this, and it's already started. I was, I'm in the field, basically. I, I know the numerous ways you can make the money off this testing.
<laughs> an insurance company is the most direct way that it would affect you. Basically, they're going to say, hmm, you have a predisposition for this, for this, for that, for that. Doesn't mean you'll ever get it. But now I'm going to think about as an insurer, I'm going to be like, hmm, this is a risky one. I know, I basically know your your future now. If you, and I, basically the reason I know your future is because I know who's creating your food. How many of you that give your DNA up or that have your DNA taken are going to be eating outside of the food chain, the normal food chain that's polluted already with all types of pesticides, herbicides, genetically modified, suicide, <laughs> insecticide. <laughs> Come on. You're going to develop some type of, you're going to trigger those genetic markers. This is called epigenetics. Epigenetics means you transfer these, you, your lifestyle Basically, for example, the way I eat right now and live is going to affect the way my kids' genetic material is expressed. So, basically, I can change, I can have an impact on the way my kids' DNA expresses itself. I'm making it real vague right now. Within one generation... within one generation. All right? So, this is some things to think about. That was a quick rundown for the day. You know what I'm saying? All you need to know is repent, pray, ask, ask Jesus Christ to give you the Holy Spirit and to give you the ability to discern the truth from the lies. And you'll, you won't fall into the trap. I promise you. I promise you. If you mean it, when you ask, you say, Jesus Christ, I don't know if you exist, but if you do come into my life and start showing me the truth, you're going to pick up the game real fast, faster than you ever thought. Because we don't got that much time no more. That's why you see me doing a podcast. I ain't never want to do no podcast. <laughs> I ain't never want to do no podcast. I thought tweeting was enough. It's easy to just send out a tweet. But now I got to read it. I got to get it out. All types of methods. I know podcasts are growing. So I got to use what the tools that I got. Because I ain't going up to the boy, the man upstairs. You know what I'm saying? He's saying I gave you all the game and you didn't maximize it. Nah, I'm going to maximize it. Just like when I make beats, I'm going to make beats all the way. I'm going to maximize it. I'm going to take it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? If I know that I could succeed at one thing, I'm going to go to the next thing and take it to the next level. I'm not going to move to the side, and then I'm not going to move backwards. And I'm not going to stay in the same place. That's just death right there. I mean, I might as well die. Like I said when I was a kid to my mom when I was probably eight years old, I said, Mom, my life is all or nothing. I was young. I already knew. I already knew. I said, Mom, my life is all or nothing. Like, Either I'm going all the way, or I'm just going, right, I'd rather die. Somebody could take me out. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for today. Don't fall for the trick. Stop paying attention to, don't be watching these stupid Democratic debates or the Republicans arguing. It's just a theater. It's theater, political theater. Nothing happens by accident. Always 
if they're showing you one thing, think about why they're showing you that and then go behind the scenes. Just go around it. Go on the internet and start researching. Whatever you're interested in, as whatever you interest you, like if you're into finance, start studying finance news. But not from like just yahoo.com. Start figuring out who the who the leaders are in predicting and forecasting trends. Start figuring out where they're at on social media, Twitter, or turn on CNBC. When you finally see one good person, one good person come on their show and give a good argument and sound like they know what they're talking about, type his name into Google or her name. Here's one, Nomi Prince, a high level. She worked at J.P. Morgan Bank, and she came from Bear Stearns before that. Nomi Prince, N-O-M-I, space, P-R-I-N-S. Start with her or start with Jim Rogers, J-I-M-R-O-G-E-R-S. Go look at these people. Start there. If you're into the science, don't just go to... Uh, I don't know, where do people go to mainstream science? Maybe they just get it from CNN or something. I don't know. Go to nature.com or something. Go to the medical journals. Go to the real scientific. Go to scholarly articles. Scan them. Read them fast. Get the, main, get the meat of it and then bounce. All right? And you're going to pick up the game fast. And then with Jesus behind you, you're going to have super intuition about your moves that you need to make. And it's going to keep you safe. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if all these people in the Midwest that I've been saying was going to get flooded knew that the flood was going to come. If they knew. Maybe they would have got some type of insurance. Or, I don't know how a farmer, I'm not a farmer, but I don't know how a farmer would prepare for this. Or if they can. But how would they prepare their, their crop? I don't know. Basically, for a consumer, I know how a consumer would prepare. If I know that there's floods coming across the whole country and that a large part of the food creation, the food, the planters are going to lose the crop, so prices are going to go up in the store, then maybe I would have saved a little bit of money or maybe I would just know. The better thing is just know not to get caught by surprise because the people that get caught by surprise, they panic. And when you panic, you freeze, and you don't know what to do. Right now, I ain't, there's nothing really that could scare me. I already know everything that's coming. <laughs> everything that's coming, and there ain't really nothing that could scare me. All right? So don't fall for the trick. Peace out. J Midnight, J-A-Y-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Find me everywhere, everywhere in the world, all the platforms. I'm everywhere. You did.